what are the best ways to promote your podcast? Now, this is a question every podcaster has asked at least once and a problem that we come back to again and again after trying and many times failing. So today I'm going to flip podcast promotion on its head and show you how you're trying way too hard and you don't have to go through all of the social media and everything else just to get your podcast in front of your target audience. I'll show you what I mean right after this. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question. And this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to the show. My name is Christy Hostler, and I've built my entire life and business around podcasting. In case you don't know me yet, I'm the founder of Team Podcast. We're a full-service podcast production company dedicated to helping podcasters monetize because in my mind, that's the only way to make podcasting sustainable. I've made over a million dollars from podcasting, and believe me, if I can do it, you can too. So don't ever let anyone tell you that there's no money in podcasting because that is completely not true. Now, in podcasting, we have a lot of things backwards. And this idea of podcast promotion is one that we really, on a regular basis, completely mess up. You see, the average podcaster goes on a hunt looking for someone to interview on their podcast. Then they schedule an interview and send the guests their list of questions. And it may be the same questions that they ask every single guest. Then the day of the interview rolls around. You get on your Zoom call or your Riverside or your Squadcast, whatever you're using to do the scheduled interview. You ask your questions and then you have what feels like to you an awesome discussion with the guest. You get off the call. You have a runner's high. And eventually podcast gets published. And then you are now on a different kind of hunt. You're on a hunt across the Internet looking for places to promote that interview. That specific podcast episode needs an audience and you're on a hunt to find it. And you feel like if you can just get this interview in front of enough people that surely some of them will be interested in the topic or the guest and they will become listeners of your show. Now, let me ask you this. This happens to me. I don't know if I'm a magnet for these kind of people or what, but have you ever been out about in your daily life and maybe you're running errands and just taking care of your household things and you have a mundane task like pumping gas at the gas station and it turns into a weird encounter with like a sketchy character that walks up to you while you're pumping gas and maybe they have a gold chain or a watch or something else that they perceive as valuable and they basically want you to buy it from them at a very discounted rate because they need the money. I've been approached by people who are selling bushels of green beans. I've been approached by people who are selling sunglasses, all manner of things. And they want to unload them for cheap on me because they just need the money for whatever they need the money for. And that's the thing they have that's perceived of value. And it might not be valuable for me. I don't always need a bushel of green beans. And this is kind of like the same way we look on disdain with those people that are interrupting our mundane task of pumping gas at the gas station. 
Like that's kind of how the rest of the internet views your efforts to promote your podcast online. In fact, many podcasters, the only content they put out on their social media is podcast promotion uh, post of, of each episode. And so what happens is if you look through their social media, it is getting completely ignored. Like nobody's liking, nobody's commenting. It doesn't work. But when people aren't looking for your content and they're not wanting your content, they're scrolling through Facebook, they're scrolling through Instagram, but yet you show up in those least likely of places. They aren't looking for your content. They're not wanting your content. They're not trying to find out an answer to a pressing problem that your content answers, but yet you show up in the least likely of places trying to shove your podcast content in their face and begging them to listen. They'll just listen. That'd be one more download you get. But here's what you have to realize about the internet. Every single day, every single hour, there are thousands of people online who are searching for a specific type of content. And they would love to come across the content that you're creating as a solution to the problem that they're looking for answers to. You see, traffic already exists. Internet traffic is already there. It isn't your job or my job to create traffic to our podcast episodes. And we're doing it backwards if the way I told you about earlier is the way that we're creating content. And most of the time it is. Most of the time, the title of the podcast episode is like the last thing anyone is thinking about. And we just slap a title on it and push it out the door. But it's not our job to create traffic to our podcast episodes. Like the traffic is already existing. It's like pulling teeth to get people who aren't interested in your podcast topic to listen based on promotional efforts on social media. It's frustrating because you'll continue to fall flat on your face if you feel like somehow in all of the hundreds of posts you've done on social media that you've put out your podcast episodes to, that all of a sudden one person is going to hit play and they're going to listen to your podcast and become an instant fan. Most of the time, that's not going to happen. And even then, is it worth it to get one listener if you have to put out a hundred podcast promotional posts on your social media? The ROI just isn't there. So can we just stop promoting on social media? <laughs> I mean, we need to be there in an organic way, I'm sure, People can interact with us and that sort of thing on social media, but it's not productive for us and it only leaves us frustrated and exhausted. And I even see podcasters all the time talking about wanting to run ads on social media to get people to listen to their podcast. Now, think about it like this like, how much sense does that make? If you can put out organic posts and you can put out post after post organically and have zero bites on it then why in the world would you put money behind it thinking that if you just reached more people, suddenly someone in that stack of random people on social media are going to turn into raving fans and listeners of your podcast? It's an exhausting way to do promotion. I'm going to tell you about a better way. A better way to create content for your podcast is realizing that you know there's already tons of traffic in your niche that is on the internet searching for answers every day. 
So all you have to do is find out what that traffic in your niche is looking for. And how do you do that? Well, there are tools that can give you this information. And this information can be a goldmine for you. And it can alleviate you of the burden of feeling like you've got to have a presence on every social media channel and you don't know what to do, but you need more listeners. So let's run some Facebook ads. That's like the worst waste of money you can even do for your podcast. And yet people are doing it and considering doing it every single day. So if you begin your content creation process by looking for what a majority of people in your niche are searching for each and every day on the internet, then your job simply becomes to create the content that will be found by them as a solution to their problem when they are searching the internet. Now, again, you're not trying to create traffic. Traffic is already there. You're just wanting to jump in front of as much existing traffic in your niche as possible. So the way we do this is that we figure out what is being searched for and we create content based on the highest number of searches. So this relieves you of the burden of having to spam your podcast links all over social media to people who aren't the least bit interested, maybe your mom, maybe your cousin are, but most of the other people aren't. And then probably many of the people that are on Facebook or Instagram, they might not even listen to podcasts anyway. So even if they were interested in your topic, they're probably not going to be podcast listeners. So you're just taking a huge chance and putting money behind one of the lowest returns that you could get on any type of advertising is just insane, if you ask me. So before I tell you about the best tools that I've found for extracting the what is the internet searching for in my niche, I wanted to remind you that I'm offering podcast tune-ups. And I've been conducting these just week after week. I have more and more people that are getting a podcast tune-up. And Essentially, it is the way for you to just take care of all the low-hanging fruit to get your podcast seen and found by more people. But then also, we discuss ways for you to begin monetizing your podcast. And your podcast is going to be monetized differently depending on whether you are a podcaster that is a reporter of information or whether you are a podcaster that is an expert in the niche that you're podcasting about. So depending on what your overall goal is, your monetization path is going to be a little bit different. So this podcast tune-up will help me look at what you're doing and try to help guide you in the best, easiest way to go ahead and start earning your first consistent podcast dollars. Because it's not really about earning your first podcast dollars. A lot of people get that on a random one-off kind of thing. They reel a sponsor in or something like that, and they get one-time money, but it's not sustainable. And the whole point of this is we want to create multiple revenue streams from your podcast. So let's knock down the big domino of what the first lever you can pull of monetization is and then get you on that path so that then you can pull the next one and the next one and next one and begin to have multiple streams of revenue coming in from your podcast. So if you need a podcast tune-up and you need me to deep dive into some of the things that you're doing with your podcast and try to figure out your quickest pathway 
to making regular income from your podcast, simply go to teampodcast, T-E-A-M podcast.com forward slash tune up. Just one word, tune up. So teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. I'm still doing them. I'll probably keep doing these through the end of the year. After that, I'll probably be focusing more on my efforts on some group coaching and some other things I have coming along. So get it before it goes away. And then at the same time, you'll be ready to make any changes you need to make and implement those to get yourself started off on the right path in 2022. So the framework I want to show you today for creating podcasts that don't have to be promoted on social media is number one, to use a trustworthy SEO tool to determine what people in your niche are searching for. And once you know how to use that tool and once you can extract information from that, you can then, second part of the framework, is rank the top things that your audience is searching for based on the number of monthly searches. If I could take a topic and, or I could take two topics and I could say I could create a podcast episode on this and it gets 50,000 people every month searching for it, or I could create a topic on this other topic over here and it gets 500 searches anymore. It only makes sense that you play the odds, right? You play to the bigger audience. So in a lot of ways, the podcast content that you are creating for your podcast is not all about what you want to talk about. It's not all about the aspects of your niche that you find interesting. What you're going to do is you are then going to create podcast episode topics and shows based on the exact search phrases that people are using who are searching for your content. You might say, yeah, but Christy, you know, how many times can I do this? And how many ways do you know? And what if I have this one guest and I really want to bring them on because they're a high profile guest and blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you this. If you have a high profile guest on your show, I could bet you dollars to donuts that that high profile guest is not going to promote your show to their audience. I have been in this industry long enough. I have seen it happen and play out again and again and again. And they're not going to promote your podcast. Why? Because they're already good at marketing. They're already good at getting in front of their audience. And they've gotten in front of their audience with their story. And they've gotten in front of their audience with all the things that they talk about numerous times already this week. And they're not going to promote your show. So all you're doing is scratching your own ego by having high profile guests. So you can say, Hey, I had Mark Cuban on my show, or I had Gary Vaynerchuk, or I had whoever. Like, all that is is an ego play for you. And if that's what you're interested in, and this podcasting is only an ego play, then that might be the perfect thing for you. But for most people, most podcasters are not in it for the ego. They're in it for hopefully being able to provide value to their audience and then have that value returned to them in the form of money. And that's what this is all about. So you're basically using a tool to find out behind the scenes, what are people searching for? Then you're ranking those topics and the most popular things that they're talking about. And then you're going to create content. And your content can be micro content. It can be a sub, 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 sub niche of whatever that search phrase is. But you're going to create as much content as possible around what people are already searching for. 
You guys, it's the same things people do whenever they're using hashtags in social media that are hot hashtags. It's the same thing people do whenever, um, I'll give you an example, a lot of YouTubers, as soon as Simone Biles was pulled herself out of the Olympic competition, many YouTubers went on and figured out a way to work into their title and their content, something about Simone Biles, so that they could put it in their title on YouTube so that they would automatically get more traffic because Simone Biles was a trending topic. Same thing with NFTs, same thing with all these other things. Like when you take a topic that is a hot topic right now, and you're not necessarily looking for the pop culture trends, like I'm talking about with Simone Biles and NFTs and and these kind of things, but you're looking for within your niche, I want to create podcast content because this specific episode, how to promote a podcast, is one of the top search things by podcasters. And if I know that they're searching for that in Google and I create content for that and I put it on the podcast platforms and I put it on my website and I put it out to every place I can, then what will happen is more of those people are likely to find my content, right? Let's talk about the SEO tools. And I understand, like anyone, that you probably don't want to spend any more than money than you have to creating your podcast and on tools. And so I'm going to give you a couple of different options. I'm going to give you from cheap and free to the best, right? Because I hate to say it, you can't have all three of those. You can't have cheap, free, and easy, and it be the best, right? So you have to pick your battles here. And in my situation, I prefer to use the best tool that's going to get me where I need to go. So free tools, there is a website called, it's Neil Patel, who's an SEO expert, and it's called Uber, U-B-E-R, suggest.com. Ubersuggest.com. And you can get, I don't know if it's two or three free keyword searches every single day. So if you want to be free and you want to be not putting out any money for this kind of information, then go to ubersuggest.com and make it a point on your daily calendar to do some searches there for keywords around what you feel like are the biggest problems with your niche. And you'll get some data back from that that will show you what other websites are using, what type of content they're creating, what other keywords and long tail phrases you could use to try to create podcast content. There's also a inexpensive paid Chrome extension plugin, and it's called Keywords Everywhere. You add it onto your Chrome browser, and essentially it's like you pay for a certain amount of searches with like you put a certain amount of credits in there. And I'll be honest with you, I've used the tool quite a bit in the past. And I think like one time, like two years ago, I filled it up with $10 and I'm still using those searches that that $10 paid for. So it's a really cheap tool. Now, the thing is, all that tool will do is tell you how many searches, like what the cost per click is if you're trying to advertise around those keywords. And, you know, that'll kind of tell you whether they're really competitive or how many searches there are out there and how hot of a topic those are. So it gives you limited information, but at least you can see what's ranking like is how to promote a podcast ranking higher than how to grow a podcast audience. Like those are questions that I want my SEO tool to answer because 
If I'm going to create a podcast episode like this about promoting or a better way to promote or grow your podcast audience, either topic works for what I'm talking about today because we are talking about audience growth and we are talking about promoting a podcast. So if I know that how to promote a podcast gets 50,000 searches every month, but I also can see that how to grow a podcast audience gets 100,000 searches every month then it only makes sense that the title of my show is going to be How to Grow a Podcast Audience because 100,000 people every single month are searching for that. If only 1% of them find my content, that's 1,000 people that are going to come and visit my podcast and my content based on their Google search. Why would you not play the numbers and the odds? The best tool I have found for, and it's a paid tool, but it's well worth it whenever you think about what it can do for you. Uh, Because if you use the tool correctly and you implement it, or you have team members that use the tool correctly, then you spend a lot less money on advertising. It's a lot less painful for you to have to worry about posting on social media to all the people that don't really give a flying flip about what you're talking about on your podcast today. Because in their mind, everybody has a podcast and everyone's always shoving their podcast content in my face on social media. The best tool is called Surfer, Surfer SEO. I use this tool. I love this tool. I'm an affiliate for it because I will tell everyone that wants to do content this way that it is the best tool to get you what you want. So Surfer gives you all the tools you need to do keyword research. It allows you to do content planning. It allows you to do an SEO audit on your podcast. It'll also allow you to, it has a content editor that basically spoon feeds you every nuance of a blog post to get it ranked in Google. And I'm talking about like how many words it should probably have on average, how many headings it should have, how many paragraphs it should have, how many images it should have. And then it will also list out every single keyword that can contribute to getting your content ranked. And the exact saturation of that keyword within your content. So for promote a podcast, the word podcast episode might need to be in my text, in my copy, three times. And if I do it five times or six times, then I'm probably not helping myself. But when I have the keywords that will help me get ranked listed right out, and as I use them in my text, Surfer marks them off the list, or it tells me I'm getting closer to having everything green on my dashboard, then what will happen is I can go back and take those words like podcast episode that I've relied on heavily, and I can swap them out for other words like creating an episode or show or other words that might contribute to my SEO ranking. And then Surfer gives my content an SEO score from zero to 100. Now, this is just like school, right? So the higher, the closer you get to 100, the more of a star student you are. But but let's realistically say that from a Google perspective, if you spend all your time during the month and create one piece of content, that has a 100. And I think, honestly, the highest I've gotten since I use this tool is like a 96 of an SEO score. And that article took quite a long time to create. But it gives you a score. 
But overall, in the Google realm, it's better to have 10 pieces of content that rank at a 70 than to take that same amount of time it took you to create 10 pieces of content with a score of 70 versus doing one piece of content with 100. You're going to get a whole lot further in the Google rankings if you create lots of content that have a medium to high level of SEO relevance for your keywords. So Surfer does all of this. It's hands down. I used to use SEMrush and SEMrush is about the same price point, but SEMrush was really hard for me to use. Like I could create several projects with websites I was looking at and I could set some alerts and, and that sort of thing within it, but I couldn't create content. There wasn't a content planner. There wasn't an easy way for me to audit things. And, and if you look at Surfer, it's just amazing how easy it is to use. Like you don't have to go through a lot of tutorials to realize how to use this, although they do have all the tutorials. And one of the tabs across the top of the dashboard is how to use. <laughs> so it's got all the training there, but you don't need it. So it is one of those things that if you invest in this tool, it can more than pay for itself with the amount of Google juice you could put out there. If you're not going to use the tool, don't get it. But if you want to use my affiliate link, there are some benefits. I believe it gives you some extra credits um, for searches and things like that every single month. And um, you can do that by simply going to teampodcast.com forward slash surfer, S-U-R-F-E-R. That's teampodcast.com forward slash surfer. And I will also, because this is a visual thing and I want to show people how this tool works, I've created a video on my YouTube channel, and then I'm also posting that video in my private Facebook group called Podcast Monetization Secrets. So I'm going to show you the exact workflow I use to create like a podcast episode like this and get this content ranked in Google. And then I'm going to post it. And then later on, I can go back and do an audit. You got to give things a little bit of time to work out in the Google sphere. And, uh, you know, a month from now, I can do a update on where the page is ranking and that sort of thing in the Google. So if you want to sign up under my surfer affiliate and get the benefits of that, go to teampodcast.com forward slash surfer. Now, I can use the content planner in surfer and find out all the keyword and keyword phrases that my audience is looking for. I can find out how many U.S. searches there are. I can find out how many worldwide searches there are. I can also use that keyword tool to rank the search results by how many searches there are globally. And then I can begin planning out my next four or five or 10 or however many I want to use podcast episodes based on those search results. And so by doing this process, all you are doing is identifying what solutions and topics people are searching for. And then using actual real data, you're playing the odds of SEO and you're creating content that's highly searched for. And how do you know that? Well, you already know that the traffic is there because you've already tested it. Like you've already looked at Surfer and used that tool. You're not guessing. You're not thinking this is maybe what my niche is looking for. You already know that. And you know it in comparison to other keyword phrases they're searching for, which one gets searched the most often. And so all you're doing is then plugging your content into those searches 
that are the most highly searched for keywords and siphoning off as much of that traffic that already exists as you can for your show. So it's a completely backwards, it's like reverse engineering what the normal process is for people creating podcast episodes. Because like I say, the normal podcast episode goes, find out who the guest is you want to target, reach out to the guest, bring them on the show. Nothing is targeted. You're not guiding the conversation in any way. You're talking about their journey to how they created whatever it is they, they do, how they wrote a book, whatever, whatever, whatever. You're creating all that content in a very generic kind of way. You can even use this when you're talking about guests. I mean, you can use Surfer SEO to specifically hone in on a topic. If you know there is a expert out there in whatever part of the topic is you're talking about with your niche, then only focus your interview on that topic and limit whatever you're talking about to whatever that keyword string is. You don't have to find out. You don't have to have them tell their life story every single time that they get interviewed. You don't have to find out how they came to be this person or whatever their journey is every single time. If it's a highly rated guest and a highly sought after guest, they've probably there's probably already 150 episodes in the Apple podcast that already talk about this because they've done those interviews. They're they're getting on shows once, twice, three times, four times a week. And they're getting asked the same questions. But part of the way that makes your interview stand out among all the other interviews is for you to hone in on this one topic and just go as deep as you can on that one topic that you know is highly sought after by your audience and people in your niche. And then now you can combine that search value of that guest name along with the search value of the keywords that you know they're already searching for. And you end up being able to create automatic traffic for your podcast episodes. So armed with all this information that Surfer gives me, I can go and create podcast episodes. I can then take that and I can create blog post, post it to my website. I can create a separate, completely separate piece of content and put it out on Medium and get all the traffic that's going on in Medium to my content. And once I publish that post to my website, I can then give it some time and then I can go back in and take that URL of the blog post and put it into my Surfer audit tool. And I can audit that post for the keyword that I was wanting to rank for and see how it's really doing and see what else I could do to improve or tweak it. And if you follow this process, you will get more organic traffic to your podcast. But the best part is that the traffic is not going to be disinterested people on social media that really don't care what you're talking about. The actual traffic that you get will be the people who are actively searching for the type of content you are providing. And you know what? To them, you can be a rock star. Because it's like you met them at the exact time they needed your content. And man, they are blown away. What type of traffic would you rather have to your podcast? People that are your ideal customer that are coming to you looking for solutions that you're providing every week with the content you create? Or people that are just listening and hitting play in social media and go, mm, I don't like the tone of her voice. Mm, she's too Southern for me. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. And they're just critiquing everything about your show because they're not even interested in the content. I know I would rather have 
a small podcast audience filled with people who are my ideal customers. And that is what I want for you because you don't need tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of downloads to monetize a small targeted audience of people who are your ideal customers. You can monetize that audience at any size. And you should be. Because of those people that are looking for the content that you're creating, you're going to have people that are going to step up and raise their hands and say, I am ready to go further with you. There are people in this podcast audience every single week who are listening to this podcast going, I am getting Christy to do a podcast tune up on my stuff because I don't know if I did it right in the beginning anyway. I want to know what she thinks my next step for monetization should be. And they come in and they fill out the form and they pay their money and we do the podcast audit. And then later on, they email you back and say, I I changed this around or I did that or I made an offer and I got my first sale. So that's what it's all about is getting our audience that is already ready and searching for your solutions. I know which type of podcast listener is going to make a better customer. And that's the one I want in my audience. And that's the one I want coming into your funnel too. So if you follow this process, you will be doing almost the exact opposite of what every other podcaster in your niche is doing. It will give you an unfair advantage over your competitors. And I'm just going to tell you this. Will you be mad if you never again have to go searching for places on Facebook to spam your podcast links? I don't think you're going to be mad about that because you're not going to have to do that. You're not going to have to spam your links into every group you can find that might have a couple of listeners. They're already searching for you. They're already out there. You just have to stand in front of enough of them and say, oops, got exactly what you're looking for right here in this episode. So again, the framework, use a trustworthy SEO tool to determine what people in your niche are searching for. And again, I've created a video showing you how I use Surfer SEO, which is my recommended tool. You can get my affiliate link at teampodcast.com forward slash surfer. And the next thing you do is you rank the top things that your audience is searching for based on the number of monthly searches. And then you begin creating podcast episode content around that topic. And just go right down the list of the most highly ranked searches for that specific thing that you're talking about. In this situation, I told you the example of I could search in Surfer about how to promote a podcast or how to grow a podcast audience. And I'm going to use the data from Surfer to determine whether the title of this episode is how to promote a podcast or how to grow a podcast audience. It does the same thing. It just makes it easier on both counts. So creating a podcast with the exact title of the search phrase that people are looking for. I have a friend that does this on YouTube and he's grown his YouTube channel exponentially. Then he'll even say when he comes on the show, he'll be like, hey, you're probably here because you were just searching about how to have better email open rates. So in this episode, I'm going to show you how to get better email open rates. I could say the same thing. Hey, you probably found this podcast because you were looking for how to promote a podcast or how to grow a podcast audience. And so that's what I want to show you how to do today. But without the pain of social media or trying to do Facebook ads or trying to do any other paid traffic, let's optimize the organic traffic first. 
That's the easiest thing. And you'd be a whole lot better spending a hundred bucks on Surfer every month than you are spending a hundred bucks on Facebook ads every month to try to get people to listen to your podcast. So I'm just being real with you. I hope this is helpful for you because this is, again, the antithesis of what generally every other podcaster is doing. You're doing the exact opposite. You're going against the grain, but what you're doing is using the data in your favor. And you're getting that data to go to work for you and bring you people that are already looking for what you're providing. So I hope this is helpful. If you have questions, you can certainly come to the Podcast Monetization Secrets Facebook group and ask them there. You can get in touch with me. My website is teampodcast.com and you can do a tune up with forward slash tune up teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. If you sign up for Surfer and you use the teampodcast.com forward slash Surfer link, then what will happen is you get some additional benefits. I believe some credits that they're offering right now for coming through my affiliate link. And I'm more than happy to help anyone use the tool or direct you in a place where you can find the best way to use the tool for your niche if you come through that affiliate link. So anything I can do to make this podcast slog easier for you, but also more productive. And by more productive, I mean by growing your audience, growing your email list and monetizing your show. That is the goal. If you don't monetize your show, there is a high probability you will pod fade and you will be in the graveyard of pod faded podcasts on the Apple and every other podcast app out there. I don't want that for you. I'd rather you make money and change your life because if you bring in more revenue from this podcast, you have the potential to make it your full time income. You have then have the potential to be location independent. You then have the potential to have a complete lifestyle freedom type schedule where you don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and get the kids up at 530 and cook breakfast and send them off to school. And then you rush off to your job and you do all these other things. You can create the lifestyle that supports the family environment you want to create for yourselves. And you can do it from anywhere in the world that has an internet connection. I want you to have that freedom. I think we're at a place in society right now where workers are craving that sort of freedom. And workers are craving the ability to keep their lives and their work and their income balanced and not have to sacrifice one for the other. So that's my goal for your podcast. I hope it's your goal for your podcast, too. So let me know if I can help you. Teampodcast.com is where you can find me and in the Podcast Monetization Secrets Facebook group on Facebook. So hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.